Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Big announcement, big announcement today. Huge. That's a hint right there. Don't worry. I'm not going to tease it to the state tuned to the end of the show. Big announcement. I promise I'll tell you right in the beginning. Matter of fact, I'll just tell you right now. Why waste your time, right? So, you know, my radio show launches this Monday, May 24th. I mean, I'm really beyond excited. That's, I seriously, I'm not messing with you. Hey, pretend to be excited. So he said, no, no, I really am. Like I live radio with my name on it. I never thought that would happen. Really. I never thought what I had to say was particularly interesting, but apparently some people do. So I'm honored. Uh, our first guest on Monday. Yeah, you guessed it. The man, President Donald Trump. Our guy, he's back. Monday, my radio show. Check your local radio stations. Call your local radio station. Say, hey, are we running the Dan Bongino show on Monday? If not, why not? If you want to listen live, you can go to my website too, Bongino.com. There's a big listen live button. 12 noon Eastern time to 3 p.m. starts Monday. Uh, President Trump be on at 1 o'clock. Don't miss it. There you go. No necessary. No need to tease it. Today's show about to ExpressVPN. You have a right to the, uh, privacy. Defend your right to privacy. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. Um, here's the lineup today. Batting third. <laughs> here's the lineup. Hitting leadoff. Our buddy Techno Fog strikes again. Just remember, just say no. Just say no to church. Just say no to the January 6th commission. The Democrats want a January 6th commission. Not to investigate what happened on January 6th, but for reasons A, B, and C. And when I tell you reasons A, B, and C, you're going to be like, wait, what? We're doing this again? Yes, they're trying. All right, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, privacy matters. I don't want people seeing what I do online. Sorry, not like a weirdo or anything. I just don't, you have no right to see what I do online. That's why I have a VPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Not good. Internet service providers know every single website you visit. They can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use the data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, so your online activity can't be seen by anyone but you. It's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Fire up the app, click one button. It's that easy. I can use it. It's rated number one by CNET Wired and The Verge. It works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. We use ExpressVPN on all of our devices. We're protected while shopping or watching our favorite shows. I love the product. Guy loves the product. Joe loves the product. We all use it because it works. Secure your online activity today by going to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait another day. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. The value of an e VPN will make a lot more sense as I talk about what's going on, too, with all this government monitoring in today's show today. Unintentional segue. All right, Producer Joe, let's go. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I know we're not supposed to laugh at our own jokes, but that's okay. So our buddy Techno strikes again. Techno Fog's about to become very famous as I take over this national radio show on Monday in addition to the podcast. Because a podcast audience, you know our buddy Techno. I don't know Techno. I've never met Techno in my life. Could be a guy, could be a woman, could be artificial intelligence, could be a space alien based on the UFO stories. No idea. All I know is that his content is amazing. He has an article in his Substack. I'm going to get to in a minute about this January 6th commission the Democrats want. Ladies and gentlemen, when the communist fascist Democrats want to start a commission with air quotes, run. Remember Kenny Rogers? You got to know when to hold them. Joe, you know the song, right? The Gambler? Joe's the big oh, music. Yeah. Joe was a music, big talented musician. Yeah. yeah, know when to walk away, know when to run. Run. Listen to Kenny. I met Kenny Rogers at the U.S. Open when I worked there, tennis tournament years ago. Really nice guy. Run. Take Kenny's advice. Run. Not Kenny from South Park, Kenny Rogers. But if Kenny from South Park said run, do that too. Whenever the Democrats want a commission, you better run. By the way, there's still no commission. To, um, I had to tip my, my man Hans Monkey on, on social media. He's like, you know what's weird? There's no commission on the PP tape, no commission on the Steele dossier, no commission on the collusion hoax, no commission on BLM or Antifa, none at all. But the Democrats want a commission to investigate January 6th. Ladies and gentlemen, run. Why? 
Well, Techno points it out in his awesome Substack, which I can't recommend enough. He points out the problems with the commission. And here's one of the problems. Here is one of the more clueless commentators on television, a guy I have personal experience with, a man about as intelligent as a, a box of rocks, uh, Jason Johnson, who I debated in a spy. I wouldn't even say debated because he came totally unprepared, knew nothing about the actual Spygate case at Politicon, humiliated himself on the stage by not knowing even basic players. Um, but Jason's not really that bright. But, that you know, he's on MSNBC, so it's expected. I mean, if you were bright, you wouldn't be on MSNBC, right? So here's Jason Johnson, commentator, in air quotes, talking about why he wants a commission run by the Democrats to investigate the events of January 6th. And notice what he says, who he wants investigated immediately. I'll give you a hint. He wants Republican lawmakers investigated right before an election. He Remember that movie? Remember that song, Gangnam Style? Uh, remember that guy? It was like a viral. He wants to go Cuba style. Just investigate everyone right before Cuba style. Jason Johnson, check this out. I don't know why the Democrats are even bothering to try and make a bipartisan commission at this point. The Republicans know that many of them are potentially complicit, either in not standing up when this was happening or obfuscating people who might have been involved. I keep going back to uh, 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 Nikki Shirell, who is the congresswoman, who said at the very beginning, I fairly confident that I saw people giving tours to folks who showed up later as insurrectionists. And the Republican Party doesn't want a real investigation. This is the empire saying, like, all right, you got the Death Star. We don't have to do the whole investigation into Darth Vader. Why do we have to talk about that? Like, it, it, but you can't go forward. The country can't go forward unless we have an investigation, because I promise you, whoever was responsible for this and the people in Congress who were responsible for this will try again at some point. I think the Democrats just need to go it alone and forget about getting Republicans involved. <laughs> <laughs> Cuba stuff. Does he have a Che Guevara shirt somewhere in there? Rip it open like Superman, Che Guevara. In there? He doesn't even want Republicans on him. Just go in alone and start investigating Republican lawmakers. Notice what he did there, too, because Jason never knows anything about the top. This is one of the legendary dunces on MSNBC, which is saying a lot. This is the network that houses Moscow Maddow, Russia Rach. Notice how he uses a, a discredited, already repeatedly debunked talking point. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't know anything. If he does, he's a liar. He can't have it both ways. He says the lawmakers, the Republicans, were giving tours to the, quote, insurrectionists the day before. That's only been debunked 25 different ways from Sunday if he actually did any homework. But he can't because he's really not that smart. Or he's a liar. I I'm not sure which one it is. So Jason Johnson's going full Cuba style. North Korea. Wants to do the, what, the North Korean salute there. There you go. Let's investigate lawmakers right before an election. So Jason Johnson said the quiet part out loud. You know, the golden rule of politics, make this, what, Dan Bongino rule number seven. I don't know what rule we're up to. Is whatever people like Jason Johnson say, you should probably do the opposite because they're communists. That's what they are. And that's never really ended well. So let's get to our buddy Technofog. Strikes again. His Substack is awesome. If you're not on Substack, you should. It's actual real journalism where people get to write stuff. Damn, that sounds like a rather simplistic statement. No, it doesn't. If you write at the New York Times, you're only allowed to write stories that lie about Donald Trump. On Substack, journalists can actually write stuff that's true. So Technofog has a Substack. And again, if you're not subscribed, you're making a big mistake. If you'd like to subscribe because you have a tough time, I made it real simple. I don't want to keep pumping my newsletter, but it's important. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter, right? That's my newsletter. Some of you are in there. I have the link to Techno's piece. At the bottom of the piece, it says subscribe. You click it right there. It's free. You can get his stuff. You can also pay if you'd like for whatever. There's an extra option there. Here's the piece about why we should just say no to the, quote, corrupted January 6th commission. He says it's also known as the Democrat 2020 re-election campaign. Of course it is. Of course it is. We covered yesterday how Democrats are leaving out key facts about January 6th. How the video surfaced of police officers there appearing to put the imprimatur on a peaceful protest. It's kind of hard to prove you're trespassing if no one's telling you to leave. But here Techno digs into the details of what exactly the Democrats want to do with their January 6th commission. Again, take Kenny's advice. Run. Here's number one. Goal number one from Techno. Tie up Republican groups and donors right before the election. What do you mean, Dan? I thought this was about January 6th. <laughs> Shame on you. Here, quote, Technofog. 
We previously warned about the Democrats' roadmap to use their investigative authority to further their political goals. Goals. We advised that Democrats make the investigation broad enough to subpoena records from conservative groups and websites and their investors. We warned that they would seek donor lists and personal communications from those having little to do with the events on January 6th. Pretty convenient right before an election, no? Tie up Republican donors, Republican websites, Republican groups, activists, Facebook groups. Tie them up right before the 2022 midterms in an endless congressional investigation. Even if your ties to the events of January 6th are tertiary or what's the next one? Quaternary or something? At best. And of course, some weak need Republicans, although hat tip Kevin McCarthy, who I'm not a huge fan of, but McCarthy actually stood up and said, no, no, we're not going to go for this commission. Any Republican who supports this should be banned from the Republican Party forever. This has nothing to do with January 6th and everything to do about the 2022 election. Now, that enough should be enough for you to say, wow, so this is really a Democrat re-election effort? They're not looking to get to the bottom of anything on January 6th. But there's more, folks. As our friend Techno has stated, <laughs> I don't think Techno picks his pronouns. Is he a they, them, or something? I don't even know because I don't know what techno is. He or she, I'm pretty sure techno doesn't care based on what I know about techno. But here's point number two he makes. The Democrats also want to investigate, regarding January 6th, influencing factors. Ooh, what could that mean? Look at this little screen cap from this wonderful piece. You know, like about techno too, he writes his piece is really short and to the point. Here's from the, uh, the call for investigation from the Democrats. Quote, the facts and causes relating to the January 6th domestic terror attack on the U.S. Capitol. End quote. The influencing factors that fomented such attack on American representative democracy while engaging in a constitutional process. Oh, man, does that sound scary. So they want to investigate influencing factors right before the 2022 election. What could they possibly mean? Miss Gilfeather time, everybody put your thinking caps on, right? It's my fifth grade teacher, God rest her soul. What do you think the Democrats want to investigate? January 6th? Hell no. They want to investigate influencing factors, meaning what? Oh, that's right, social media. Yeah. You posted a Facebook post on a Republican group saying, hey, I, I support an investigation into what happened in the election. All of a sudden, your Facebook group, your group uh, gets pulled down because Facebook gets a subpoena from the commission uh, investigating your activities on January 6th because you were an influencing factor, folks. That kind of sounds like the suppression of free speech because that's what it is. But that's what the Democrats want because the Democrats are communists. I'm really sorry about that uncomfortable fact. They are communists, and that's what communists like. So they want to tie up groups, tie up activists, tie up donors, tie up Republican lawmakers, investigate social media groups and social media accounts that had anything to do with January 6th right before an election. That kind of sounds Cuba-style. Jason Johnson's all in. Maybe Cuba-style's being too nice. This is North Korea-style. There's another part. To, of course, whenever it gets worse with the Democrats, it always gets worser. Yes, I know that's not a word. You know I like making up words here yesterday. We made up one yesterday at the beginning of the show. The word was so bad, I don't even remember it now. Here's the third part to this disaster from Techno's piece. He says, we also note that the commission is given the power to obtain information. <laughs> All right, I got to read this from the beginning Someone complained to me once, Dan, stop laughing mid-sentence. I lose where you are. I'm very sorry, but this is hard to believe. You would think like, what could possibly go wrong with this? Again, we also note the commission is given the power to obtain information from the intelligence community to, community, to further its investigation. What could possibly go wrong there? 
Oh, my. It's not like the whole pee-pee hoax Spygate thing happened where our domestic intelligence agencies were using foreign intelligence operatives to spy on a candidate for the presidency and a future president. It's not like that ever happened. What could possibly go wrong using domestic intelligence agencies to investigate anyone with even the loosest of connections to the rally and the incident on the Hill up on January 6th? What could go wrong, folks, on nothing but everything? I have, listen, the show's going to be very action-oriented going forward because I'm sorry the do matters. And I got a story at the end. This guy Sean sent me an email about people doing stuff because the do matters. Folks, listen, I'm done. I can't say this enough. I mean it. It's a pregnant pause for a reason. Everybody get ready. Cutesy time's over, okay? Some more cutesy time. I don't know what cutesy time is, but it sounds bad. Cutesy time is over. It's time to start doing stuff. My audience is very active. I get your emails. You're out there. You're at your school board meetings. You're at your local elections. You're activists. You all are dancing. You'll get the reference if you listen to the show regularly. You're not the first person. You're the second person. Sometimes you are the first person to dance. But I need you to do. The talk is cheap. We got to do. And the do today on this show is very simple. Contact your lawmakers in Congress, your representatives and your senators. Email or call their office. You want and demand their position on this commission of January 6th. And I want you in the strongest terms to let them know that you absolutely do not support this commission, the abuse of the intelligence agencies to investigate people on domestic soil, influencing factors, and the fact that you're looking to harass donors before the election. If you committed a crime on January 6th, you should be punished. We are conservatives who believe in God-given rights. But if you showed up on January 6th for a rally because I thought you thought you lived in a free country and you're going to be prosecuted and investigated by intelligence agencies, have your social media accounts scoured, no, no, we're not doing North Korea style, not on our watch. It's time to do. Do time. Not cutesy time. Cutesy time's over. We're not doing cutesy time anymore. The Democrats never did cutesy time. We did. We tried to play cute for a while. There's no cute playing. Call them today. Email them. They support this thing. No vote from you, ever. No votes, no dollars, no volunteering, period. Full stop. All right, uh, I'm going to get to this. I saw a poll online that really freaked me out, um, and I'm trying to think of a way that we could possibly break through. So I'm going to get to my second sponsor here, but on the, on the other side is I want to discuss this poll, and I'm really trying to break through to Democrats listening like, uh, you really think supporting terrorists is a good thing? I, I, I never, I honest to God, never thought we'd get to this point where we have to do a quiz show to see, hold, just stay tuned. State, we have questions for terrorist supporters coming up next. Maybe it'll break through if we ask some questions. I'm, I'm not sure. Because clearly the don't support terrorism line is not working with the Democrats. Very disturbing. I thought these were universal principles. All right, today's show brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Recent data shows that out of all female-owned businesses, it's estimated one in three is owned by a mom. I didn't know that. Ever wonder how these amazing moms and dads find time to hire for their businesses while juggling their families? I do. With ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free. Only at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Excuse me. CEO and founder Talia Goldstein is one such mompreneur. Besides being a mother of two, her personalized matchmaking company, Three Day Rule, is constantly growing. And she needs to hire several matchmakers a month. What does she use? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology helps her find people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply. Genius. Batalia is not the only employer who loves ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Don't waste any more time. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Why wait? Go to this address, web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. This special offer is only good at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you, ZipRecruiter. Pay your 
sip of some java. My press house here. So I saw this on social media from a friend. We've interviewed this guy on the show. He is an excellent pollster. I believe he works for Trafalgar, the Trafalgar Group. Robert Cahaley pretty much nailed the 2020 election where all the pollsters were like, Trump's going to lose by 47.2 points. Remember that? Well, we had Robert Cahaley on the uh, on the show right before the election, and he pretty much nailed just about every state within the margin of error because he actually does real polls. He does this little um, interesting trick with polls because he knows a lot of people lie about being Trump supporters. So he does this genius thing. He calls it the neighbor question. You know, you're going to get skewed results if someone votes for Trump and tells you on a poll they don't, right? Of course you're going to get skewed results because that's not what happened. They said they didn't vote for Trump, but they did. So Trafalgar, excuse me, Kahaley from Trafalgar, they asked the neighbor question. They call people in polls and they say, who's your neighbor voting for? Genius. That's how he nails it all the time, the neighbor question. Go back, listen to that interview. It's on my interviews thing on, uh, excuse me, on our show. Check it out. Well, he put out another poll I saw this morning at Trafalgar, which is fascinating because I just... Folks, I'm not messing with you, right? I'm, I don't, again, we don't do a lot of foreign policy, but when foreign policy is so obvious and discusses very serious kind of higher morals, you wonder what it's going to take to break through to people. In this Israel-Palestinian conflict that's been going on since, what, the 1920s? It's been going on forever. You have one side committed to terrorism and indiscriminate attacks on a civilian population in Israel. And you have another side that makes every effort to limit civilian casualties and only attacks when provoked. It's not hard to figure out who's on the wrong here. It's not, but for some reason, Democrats just can't get their arms around this. Here's a tweet from Robert Cahaley about a poll. He says, quote, big partisan divide on the fighting in Gaza, according to a new Trafalgar poll. Independents blame Hamas. Smart, because it's their fault. They blame it, Hamas, Palestine, the Palestinians, and, uh, and Iran. The Democrats blame Israel. I don't, I, I don't get it, folks. I don't get You can see the results if you're on my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. Subscribe free there. You can watch the video version of the show there, too. Sorry, I got a hangout. It's driving me crazy. You see me, like, fidgeting. So I'm thinking to myself, what am I missing here? How is it that this isn't a clear... Listen, I have no skin in this game. I am just an independent observer of politics, geopolitics, world affairs. I have no skin in the game. I'm not being lobbied by anyone. I work from home. Candidly, outside a gi, I rarely see another human being other than my wife, kids, and my dog, who was very bad yesterday. She pees on people all the time and she gets excited, and it's super annoying. I got no skin in the game. The thing that worries me most is if my dog's going to pee on someone who knocks on the door. I am not being lobbied by anyone. I'm just calling them as I see them. Hamas fires rockets into Israel to kill people. Israel responds, warns Hamas to leave first so they don't kill too many people, and then takes out the places where the missiles are coming from. Is it? Am I missing something? Is there a part of this I'm leaving out? Because that seems pretty simple. Not to Democrats. They blame Israel. That's like saying, I'm walking down the street. Some guy I don't know punches me in the face in front of my kids. I punch him back. I stop punching him when he stops punching me. And I ask him to stop. And then the Democrats go, it was definitely your fault, dude. You should have just let him punch you. So I'm working out this morning and I'm like, hey. Maybe questions will work better. Remember Dan Bongino, rule number whatever, 2.5. People can avoid an assertion. If you're running for office, this is the golden rule. Pay attention. Write this down right now. It's really important. If you're running for office as a politician, people can avoid an assertion, a statement. And they will, especially liberals. Tell them a fact, they'll ignore it. It's very difficult for people to avoid a question. A real genius told me that once. It's true. Your brain is wired to want to answer the question. But if it's a fact that runs friction with your worldview, you can just ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. Democrats do it all the time. Raising taxes won't raise additional tax revenue. History proves it. Ah, shut up, racist. But if you ask them a question, hey, what happened when Ronald Reagan cut the tax rate? Did tax revenue go up or down? They have to answer the question. 
So let's do questions for terrorist supporters, because you apparently support terrorists if you think Hamas is in the right for bombing Israel. Unprovoked, by the way. Here's question number one for those of you who support the Hamas, especially the Democrats out there. Can and should Jews be able to serve in government in the Arab world? Fair question, right? Well, because Jews can't serve in government because governments aren't elected in large portions of the Arab world. Not all. There have been some peace deals that have happened, thankfully. But large portions of the Arab world, especially governments, not necessarily all the people. We don't want to stereotype people here. But Jews are banned from serving in government. Matter of fact, so is everybody else. Because they're monarchies, oligarchies, and all kinds of archies that aren't representative democracies like Israel at all. So Israel, bad guy, they actually have a representative democracy. Really? Everyone in the Arab world, wonderful, including the Palestinians. No elected democracy at all. Sham votes. Oh, interesting. So can Jews serve in government? If your answer is no, you're probably a racist terrorist. Here's question number two. Does Israel have the right to exist? If your answer is no, you're probably a terrorist. Very sorry, but if you're stating an entire country should be wiped off the face of the earth, that probably means you're a terrorist. Maybe the question will work better. I'm just asking a question. Does Israel have the right to exist? If your answer is no, they don't, you're probably a terrorist. Here's a pretty simple one. We're on a roll here. Can Jews own property? No, definitely not. Jews can't own property. They can't. So Arabs, Palestinians, Persians, whatever, can own property, no problem in Israel. No problem, just buy it. <laughs> buy it, inherit it, do whatever you need to do. But Jews shouldn't be able to own property in Iran or around the Arab world. That sounds right. If the answer is yes, that sounds correct, you're probably a terrorist. Key, fair analysis so far? Are you probably a terrorist if your answer is yes to any of those questions? Okay, he'd say yes too. Here's another interesting one. Pretty fair question. Can and should gays be allowed to exist in your country? This one makes the left uncomfortable because they think they're the party of tolerance. They're like, they're sweating now. Leftists are sweating now. I'm like, how do I answer this question? Well, because you're a terrorist loser, if the answer is no, you're having a tough time. You ask any conservative this question, they're like, that's a dumb question. Of course. You ask a liberal right now who understands where we're going with this, should gays be allowed to exist in your country? They're like this. You know the, the, the meme? You know the, the meme with the two red buttons? If you're on social media, you know the meme I'm talking about, where they just label the two red buttons. If you're social media savvy, you know. Look it up. They don't know what to do. Say gays should have the right to exist, and you'll be condemning a lot of countries in the Arab world. Don't say it, though, and you'll be, you know, you're good in the United States. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Sweat. Sweat. If you don't think gays should have the right to exist in your country, you're probably a terrorist. Here's another, I think, ground baller. Bunt, bunt. Is firing rockets unprovoked at civilian populations to kill them, is that a good thing? Because if your answer is, that's a great thing, you're probably a terrorist. It's a couple more simple ones. Make it real easy for you. You think Jews should be able to vote? Because Arabs can vote in Israel. But Jews aren't only not allowed to probably live in a lot of these countries without being harassed. They definitely can't vote. So if your answer is no, Jews shouldn't be able to vote, you're probably a terrorist. Here's one more. This is the deal sealer right here, folks. If you're still wondering, am I a terrorist? This one will seal the deal for you. You can build a mosque in Israel. You can do that. Do you think Jews should be able to build synagogues in Arab countries? Oh, this one's a, there we go. Red button meme again. What, is, what do I do? What do I do? Can Jews build a synagogue in Arab countries? Oh, my gosh. If the answer is no, then yes, you're probably a terrorist. There it is, the Dan Bongino Show guide to Are You a Terrorist?
I know that makes you uncomfortable, liberals. I know. Because I know the self-hatred is great. Because you drive around in your Prius with your coexist bumper sticker on, knowingly supporting a Palestinian regime that hates Jews, wants them dead, doesn't think they have the right to exist, won't allow them to vote, won't allow them to hold positions of government, doesn't even like gays. Matter of fact, had one of the commanders killed because he was gay. And that bothers you, and that's why you hate yourself. Because you wake up in the mirror every morning knowing you're the biggest fraud on your block. You have your little Prius and your coexist sticker as you support a regime that kills gay people. That's why you hate yourself. Nobody hates themselves more than the modern liberal. Oh, you doubt me? Wait till we play Chuck Todd. Don't let me forget. Sorry, I don't mean to be so declarative. Don't let me forget Chuck Todd. You doubt me that liberals hate themselves? I, I don't hate I'm a conservative. I love my ideology. I support freedom and liberty for everyone. Arabs, Jews, gay, straight, LGBTQ, Hispanic, black, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, whatever. That's the thing about being consistent. I don't hate myself. Liberals hate themselves. And watch Chuck Todd later. Don't go anywhere. Chuck Todd later, when he's called a liberal, watch him melt down. Proving again, liberals hate themselves because they're phony. All right, uh, wait, quick, New York, I know, I know, I was going there too. I was going, you're right, you're ahead of me, but I, I don't want to forget this Facebook story. This will be in the newsletter just quick, showing you again how the communists at Facebook, Joe, do we have the uh, open liner to the Soviet anthem? I, I'm sorry, folks, I don't want to wear it, but I, I can't play so Anytime we talk about Facebook, Joe, if you wouldn't mind. Thank you. Of course, <laughs> the commies at Facebook at it again. Here's a story in the New York Post, be in the show notes. Facebook shuts down pro-Israel page targeted by cyber terrorism campaign. What happened here? You had a pro-Israel page on Facebook. God forbid that happens. Israel, freedom, liberty. You can't have that. It's Facebook. They're communists. So what happened? Terrorists went on the pro-Israel page and did what they always do. Set up fake accounts posting Hitler pictures. Why would, why would terrorists post Hitler pictures? Because they love Hitler. And what did Facebook do? Shut down the pro-Israel page saying, there's hate speech on here. It's from the terrorists, you idiots. Are you that stupid? Of course. You're commies at Facebook. The Soviet, that plays every morning at Facebook. Every morning at 8.30, when everybody comes to work, they all salute the Soviet national anthem. Because that's Facebook. <laughs> We've re Listen. We really don't like playing out jokes here, you right? We don't. We haven't heard Muttley for months. But I'm sorry. Whenever we talk about fake book and YouTube, we have to play their national anthem. It's only fair. All right. <laughs> All right, let me get to my third sponsor. I got one quick request after the break. Then, listen, I get it. I read your feedback. The show's for you. It's not for me. The audience is split in this UFO thing. 50% of you think it's a total hoax. And it's a waste of time and that the government's distracting us while Biden slowly uh, destroys the constitutional republic we thought we had. And the other 50% think it's the biggest story of our time. I'm making a judgment call. I just have two quick clips, hat tip Armacost, who found these little gems that I think would be really interesting. Because if you think it's a hoax, the guy we're going to play in the clips is definitely not in on the hoax. Stay tuned. You'll see what I mean. Today's show brought to you by Helix Sleep. Helix... Can I, am I, can I improv this a little bit? Thank you. I'm sorry. Helix, if you're mad, we'll have to pay you back. But I, it's a good mattress, folks. It's the best. I sleep on one. I have the Midnight Lux. You know how I know it's a good mattress? Because you have a sleep quiz here. You ever go in like a mattress store? You don't know if what they're telling you is true. Honestly, how do you know if what they're telling you is true? They may say, hey, this mattress is great for you. Why? Because it's got a big price tag. You don't know. I'm not saying they're unethical. I'm just saying, listen, there's an interest there. So how do you get the best mattress for you? Well, you go to Helix Sleep. They have a two-minute sleep quiz. They have all kinds of mattresses. It's not just, by the way, they have soft, medium, and firm, but everybody has. That's what makes Helix different. They have mattresses good for cooling you down. If, like me, you sleep like you're in an oven all the time. They have a Helix plus-size mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. They matched me to a Midnight Lux mattress because I wanted something to feel firm since I sleep on my side. I'm not messing with you. We don't endorse companies that we don't use and love. We don't. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a great mattress, and you know sleep is a huge issue with me. Huge. Matter of fact, a friend came over, and we had to evacuate my daughter's room. He slept uh, in my daughter's room, which she has a Helix mattress, too. Not kidding. His name is Brian. I'm not making it away. His last name starts with a T. He was like, dude, 
He says, do it a lot. He's from New York. That was a really comfortable mattress. It was Helix. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from you all who buy your Helix mattresses and you love them. Listen, you don't need to go to a mattress store again. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out 100 nights uh, risk-free. That's how confident they are in their product. If you don't love the mattress, they'll even pick it up for you. You'll love it. I'm telling you, you'll love it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. They also offer, because they're great, exclusive discounts for our heroes in the military, our hero first responders, our great teachers, and our really dedicated students. There's discounts for you, too. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders today and and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan. Please don't wait. You sleep on it eight hours a night. Stop being uncomfortable. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. Thank you, as always, for your patience. Our sponsors are good folks and good companies. They're here to talk to you, and they keep the show free. So we appreciate that. Folks, one quick ask for me. Again, I'm very sorry. You don't owe me anything. I owe you good content. You owe me nothing. I owe you everything. I cannot say that enough. You have made my life so richly rewarding, and I love you to death for it. I cannot thank you enough. A quick ask, if you don't mind. I said it the other day. Here's just a quick show. If you're watching on Rumble, you can see it. These are the top conservative podcasts based on subscriptions. Now, subscriptions never really mattered too much to me because I just care about who listens. If you're subscribed or not, never mattered. Here's the problem we're having. The subscriptions to the show, whatever it is, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you don't click subscribe, then we don't move up the rankings. It's weird. I don't know why that is. You can listen to the show. We obviously get credit for a play. And you'll see by this chart that even though we're the second biggest podcast, a conservative podcast in the country right now behind only Ben Shapiro, we're fourth in subscriptions. And I think it's because I don't push it hard enough and everybody else does to their credit. They're very smart and good at marketing. So if you wouldn't mind, just quickly, please go to wherever you listen to your podcast. And it's for, it's free. None of it costs any money. We don't charge anything. Just click the subscribe or follow button too. We'd really appreciate it if you're up for it. Thank you very much. Enough said. Okay, um, moving on. Again, 50-50, the audience on the UFO story. I get it. Some of you think, I read your comments. I, you know, even though I can't stand ScrewTube, I read them on ScrewTube. I read them on Rumble, which is awesome. I read the emails. I read the social media stuff. I try to read everything. Guy reads them too because the show is for you. The audience is totally split in the UFO story. 50% of you think they, I got this comment a couple of times. Dan, stop wasting our time with the UFO story. It's a big scam. They're throwing the UFO thing out there right now because they're about to launch some big assault on our constitutional liberties. It's all a scam. That's about 50%. The other 50% are, Dan, this is the biggest story of our time. This is huge. We better stay on this or it's going to go away. I have to make a judgment call. Quick segment here. Because I am airing now, and I may be wrong, towards the latter. I'm not kidding, folks, that this could be the biggest story of our time. And I have a feeling that the government is about to tell us something. I, I could be wrong, but knowing my time, a decade plus with a SCI level clearance in the government, I didn't see any UFOs. I'm not trying to be weirdo about, you know, weirdo about it. But you start to learn a lot of things. And the way the government works is pretty typically... The, the, the modus operandi is pretty clear. Drip, 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 boom. They drip it out so it doesn't all hit you at once. Here it is, UFOs again. Why all the UFO stories? Barack Obama. Obama's back. Here's a quote, New York Post, Post article, be in the newsletter today. We don't know exactly what they are. Obama says UFO sightings appear real. Guys, ladies, again, why now? Why is all this happening? Now, for those of you who think it's a big hoax designed to distract us from the Arizona audit and all the stuff going on there, hopefully I'll get to the update on that too. I didn't forget it. There's just a lot going on, folks. Armacost found this little gem we used on the show before. This is from a couple months ago. For those of you who think this is some big hoax, John Ratcliffe is a hero to the right in the MAGA movement. He was a high-level intelligence official, former congressman. He was all over the Spygate thing. He was all over the impeachment hoax. John Ratcliffe has been a hero to the right. He was a higher-up in the Trump administration, in the intelligence infrastructure. In other words, he knows pretty much everything and knows where the bodies are buried. 
before any of this stuff started to break, Radcliffe gave a wink and a nod on the Maria Bartiromo show. If this is some hoax to distract us from the liberal agenda, then why would a MAGA guy like Radcliffe be the first one to sound the alarm? Folks, it doesn't make sense. You don't believe me? Two clips from this interview he did with Maria Bartiromo. Keep in mind, this is months ago. Our Joe found this. First one. He starts talking about this report that's coming out soon. I keep saying, are they about to tell us something? Is that what's in this report? Listen. Listen to him yourself. We, we have uh, lots of reports about what we call uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. And this actually... Um, is a program that's been in place for a few years in terms of a task force that that has been uh, there under the National Defense Authorization Act. But as you correctly point out, Maria, there's now a report that will be issued by the by the Pentagon, uh, by the Secretary of Defense and the Director of National Intelligence. I actually wanted to get this information out and declassified before I left office, but we weren't able to get it down into an uh, an unclassified format that we could talk about uh, quickly enough. But but frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. When we talk about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that, um, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that... Uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that, you know, exceed the sound barrier without a, a sonic boom. So, in short, um, things that we are observing that are difficult to explain. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's actually quite a few of those, and I think that that information is being gathered and will will be put out um, in a way that the American people can see. We always, when we when we see these things, Maria, we always look for a, a plausible explanation. You know, weather can cause disturbances, visual disturbances. Sometimes we wonder whether or not our adversaries have technologies um, that are a little bit further down the road than we thought or that we realized. But there are instances where we don't have good explanations for some of the things that we've seen. And, um, you know, when that information becomes declassified, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. Folks, this is a stunning clip. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. This is the former DNI, Director of National Intelligence under Trump. I, under Trump, I promise you, he's not in on some leftist conspiracy to distract you to enact a liberal agenda. I promise you that. I know Radcliffe well enough. He's not in on some scheme. Why would he say that? Think about the other takeaways there. There's a report coming out. It has classified information. He's willing to come back and talk about it. In other words, he knows what's in it and is apparently so disturbed by it, he's willing to go back on the air after it comes out and talk about it again. And notice what he did. I don't know if you caught it. He says something very specific there. Did you catch it? Some of you did. Notice how he eliminates a certain set of subset of possibilities. He says, you know, sometimes we see things, could be weather, could be other, other anomalies. And he hints that that's not the case here. That uh, we have explanations for that, but not for this. He didn't say, you know, sometimes you see this with weather and that could be what this is in this report. That's not what he says. That's not what he says at all. He says, we do see this kind of stuff, weather, radar blips, whatever it may be. That's not this one. Only the biggest story of our time. Here's part two, a little shorter. Sorry about the length of that clip, but it's important. I really tried to cut it down, but it's that good. Here's part two, where again, in case you think, oh, maybe this is a sensor problem or it could be a spoofing thing. We talked about that yesterday. Maybe. Here's Ratcliffe again, about a 30-second cut saying, nah, it's not just one sensor. It's not just radar, this, whatever. It's a lot of sensors picking these things up. Check this out. There have been sightings all over the world. And, and when we talk about sightings, the other thing I will tell you is 
um, it's not just a pilot or just uh, a satellite or some um, uh, intelligence collection. Usually we have multiple sensors that are picking up these things. And so, uh, you know, again, some of this are just their unexplained phenomenon. Um, and uh, there's actually quite a few more than have been made public. So I think it'll be healthy for uh, as much of this information to get out there as possible um, so that the American people can see some wow. of the things that, uh, that we've been dealing with. Okay. Well, that, what, that is pretty extraordinary. Listen, I know Maria Bartiromo pretty well. I left Maria's response at the end there. Joe was probably wondering, why'd you send it to me cut like this? Right? But that, uh, that's a, there's a reason. Yeah. Because Bartiromo's like, uh, what? <laughs> Listen, there's no better news person in the business than Maria Bartiromo. None. None. There just isn't. And when she's sitting there flabbergasted, like, did he just say that? Not just one sensor, folks. He's very specific. Multiple sensors have picked up things we can't explain. It's not weather or anything else. There's a classified report coming out soon. Yeah, I'll be back when you see it. I'll leave it at this. Are they about to tell us something? All right. Um, you know what? Let me get to my last sponsor. And then, Geek, can we go a little out of order? Let's do Chuck Todd because I promise the audience. Can we do that? And then can we get to Frank Fugazi? Is that okay with you? Okay, good. He says it's okay. I got to ask. He's the one controlling all. I don't control anything. If you ever see me touching this computer thing to my right, it's just the Adobe Audition file I set to Joe because after 20 years, I still haven't figured out a way to turn the screensaver on. <laughs> so I don't hit the button once in a while. Yes, real pro operation, Bungie. You know, but I don't tell you, it goes to the screensaver and it drives me crazy, bouncing around. <laughs> Thank you. He said he'll help. Thank you. I appreciate that. You see this when I'm sitting in here? Check this out. You know what this is? It's my new X chair. They sent me one. I love it. You know, I didn't realize how crappy my other chair was. <laughs> is that okay? Can I say that? Until they sent me this X chair. They have some secrets here, okay? What's one of them? Their patented dynamic variable lumbar support. Seriously, I have a bad back. Their lumbar support is incredible. It offers unbelievable support to my terrible lower back. But now, thanks to their new XHMT technology, what do you get? Push these little buttons on the back. Yes, you get heat and massage therapy, too, while sitting at your desk. You're going to sit at your desk for eight hours. Why not get the massage and heat therapy, too? Can your current office chair do that? Probably not. Instead of my old uncomfortable crap office chair, now I look forward to spending hours in the ultimate therapeutic massager. I threw that crap party because it was. It was terrible. The XHMT delivers heat and massage technology to my core, helping increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy, all important to me. Makes the perks of working from home a little bit better. It has four different massage modes and fast warming heat technology for therapy when I'm sore, which is just about every day. You're not going to believe the X chair difference until you try it. You got to feel it yourself. Trust me. This is the luxury supercar of office chairs. X chair is on sale now for an incredible $100 off. How do you get it? Go to xchairbongino.com now. That's the letter X, chair, B-O-N-G-I-N-O.com, or you can call one 844 x chair X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairbongino.com now and use code XWHEELS to get their awesome free X-Wheels blade casters. I got these bad boys. Go to xchairbongino.com today. Upgrade to the luxury supercar of chairs. Get rid of the crap chair. Go with the best. X-Chair. Nice. You like that? Get some free time on TV every night, too. I had to take the, the only thing is I had to take the headrest out because of TV stuff. Not that I don't like it. Okay, I told you liberals can't stand themselves. They hate themselves. They wake up every morning and they're like, I'm all about coexistence. Really? Um, you support some, a group that wants to kill gay people. Uh, sweating red button meme guy. What do I do? What do I do? Well, you shouldn't have to do anything. Um, it's obviously a moral abomination to support people who want to kill people because they're gay. I, I thought, I'm pretty sure, I'm reasonably comfortable with that. But not libs. They're like, so Hamas kills one of their commanders because they're gay. Like, I'm all in for Hamas. That's why liberals hate themselves. Because they're liars and frauds. I, I can't say this enough. Liberals, we should all pay higher taxes. Do you? No, I don't. Why not? Because I'm a fraud. You're a liberal. That means you're a fraud. 
I'm all for public schools. School, school choice is terrible. Where do your kids go to school? Oh, they go to a private school. Huh? Huh? Obamacare is the best. Government controlled health care. Do you have government health care? Hell no. That program sucks. I got private health. Oh, okay. And you wonder why libs wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and hate themselves. You doubt me? Peace of the Washington Examiner was in yesterday's show notes. Liberal media screen by the great Paul Bedard. Chuck Todd doesn't like to be called a liberal. Yells, don't start that. Here's the clip. He's on with Dan Crenshaw, who uh, I hope he's doing okay. Had, I've had some beefs with, uh, you know, Congressman Crenshaw, but I found him to be a gentleman when I met him. I'll say that. And uh, God bless him. I know he's recovering from a surgery on his eye. He's a genuine war hero um, and should be, a, should be roundly applauded for that. So I hope he's doing okay. But Crenshaw can be a real ball buster. Can I say that? Is that okay? You think that's okay? Do we have to like bleep that out? Geese say no. Um, which is good. Thank you, Joe. It's okay. <laughs> Joe was in radio for a long time. We can say yeah. that. Are you sure? Um, okay, yeah. good. Um, so he goes on the air and he typically doesn't take any crap. He was a Navy SEAL stuff from like losers like Chuck Todd. So watch when he, ins- he implies to Chuck Todd that, li- that uh, media people are liberals. Watch Chuck Todd loses marbles. This is great. Check this out. The, the, the press is largely liberal. They're largely no, 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 no. Don't start that. That, that, of, that is the la- of, look. There's uh, nothing lazier. Is, I mean, there's, there's nothing there's lazier of, than that. There's a lot of reasons to keep this alive. I understand what you're trying to appease. There's a lot of people in my party that take the bait. I'm not going to take the bait here. I'm not trying I'm to bait you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to try to figure out. Looking for why do you appeal? Why do you? Why do we sit here and have a political party that is basically rallying around? This bizarre lie and mythology that the former president is doing, and you guys just want to say, hey, pay no attention to this. <laughs> Joe, we, you know, we haven't had a Muttley in a while. Would you mind? That's at least a one Muttley. Come on. It's, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's been about a month since a Muttley, which is okay, but it's definitely at least a one Muttleyer. There's, I told you, liberals hate themselves. Chuck Todd, ladies and gentlemen, is obviously a liberal. If he answers honestly one of those, what's your political ideology test, he's clear, not only a liberal, but a radical liberal. Why is he so uncomfortable? Because of what I told you. Conservative, God-fearing folks wake up in the morning with a set of principles they live by and want others to live by too. I believe in big R, God-given rights. Straight people, gay people, Jews, Christians, Muslims, blacks, Hispanics, immigrants, non-immigrants, that's what we believe in. There's no cognitive dissonance there. There's no friction. Doesn't mean I agree with everyone's political positions, but you damn well better believe I respect their God-given rights. Taxes. We believe in economic freedom. We don't think liberals should pay more taxes either because it's a waste of money. School choice. We believe in school choice for everyone, even including dopey liberals. There's no cognitive dissonance. We don't hate ourselves. Liberals most certainly do. All right, I'm going to have to end on this today. Um, you know, listen, I know I, I'm not trying to be objective about the Secret Service story. I work there. It's very difficult. Well, I shouldn't say I am trying to be objective. I don't know how well I'm doing. But this new book out, I covered it yesterday by Carol Lenning. He hated the topic, which is fair. He's the producer. He's not to give me his opinion on it. But it's personal to me. I worked in the Secret Service for a long time. Buyer beware. Caveat emptor. I'm not suggesting the Secret Service doesn't have problems that need to be fixed. For Carol Lenning, is, as a journalist, it's perfectly fair for her to write a book saying, here are issues. I told you, I wrote a book on it. Because I really want the agency to be a huge success. And they have had some issues. But the book she wrote, Zero Fail, by the Washington Post reporter Carol Lenning, is become a really disgusting cheap shot at the incredible body of work done, which has been tarnished by a handful of bad incidents. So cowards are coming out of the woodwork, and I mean cowards, total chumps and losers, to attack the Secret Service, people like Russia, Rach, Moscow, Maddow, um, to attack the Secret Service, because they never had the cojones to do the job themselves, wouldn't. Matter of fact, never did anything of any uh, worth at all in their lives. And one of these career losers is a guy by the name of Frank Fagazi. I think his real name is Frank Figlizzi, but we're just going to call him Frank Fagazi. So Frank Fagazi, one of the legendary losers of MSNBC, which again is saying a lot. This is the same network where Russia Rachel Peepee Hoaxer works and Jason Johnson works. Jason, who wants to go... Uh, Cuba, North Korea style on Republican lawmakers. 
Frank Fagese is a former... How this guy got promoted in the FBI is really beyond me. This is one of the most incompetent buffoons I have ever seen. Here's Fagese on MSNBC taking a shot at the Secret Service totally unironically while speaking as a former FBI official, the agency that investigated the pee-pee tape that didn't exist. Here's Fagazi. Check this out. It just kind of blows my mind from the standard operating procedure of apolitical federal law enforcement. Um, the fact that people, that Secret Service agents may have been cheering or, or even more disturbingly confused about whether they would be providing a detail to the president-elect who actually, you know, won the election and is coming in now per our rule of law is astounding to me. And it, it begs the question um, of whether or not this Secret Service director, um, of which all of this happened on his watch, um, is up to the task and, and has led the agency as it's supposed to be led. And if he can't answer um, why this happened and how this happened, then whether or not he needs to step down. Uh, what? Now, Fugazi's perfect for MSNBC. He fits all the criteria. Number one, he's a moron. Um, number two, he's probably a liar, too. I'll show you some more of Fugazi's greatest hits on MSNBC in a minute. But he's, you know, he promotes a conspiracy theory here that the Secret Service was confused about if they should protect President-elect Joe Biden when it was, in fact, declared he was the President-elect. There was no confusion. He's literally making that up. There wasn't a declared president-elect. Joe Biden never lost his Secret Service detail. There was no confusion. He's just making that story up. Maybe he's not making Maybe he heard it from someone. I'm not sure. Let me not nail the guy. Told. Maybe he heard it from another idiot and just put it on the air. There was no confusion. Of course there was confusion about who would be the president because the election results hadn't been declared final yet. Joe Biden had a Secret Service detail. I don't know what he's talking about. And people I know are confused too. But one thing he said, which is disgraceful, is supposed to be an apolitical agency. They are an apolitical agency. You're allowed to go out in public with a MAGA hat on because you're in the Secret Service. Oh, yeah, but Fugazi, he worked for the FBI. Remember the FBI? Yeah, the people who sent the text, stroke, page, and all that about smelly Walmart people. Dumb Trump voter. Remember remember that? That's Fugazi's people. He leaves that out. Here's Fugazi. This was an old one. Here's another gem from Frank Fugazi. Where he basically thinks 74 million Trump voters are all insurrectionists. Who should really, you guys are really trouble. Check that, 74 million. Half, basically half the voting population of the country. We're all a bunch of crazy insurrectionists. Same guy, Fugazi. Check this out. But it's an ongoing threat because it's not going to go away simply when this president disappears. We are facing the possibility, Ali, of a permanent insurgency when 74 million people say, I'm voting for that guy. I'm loyal to that guy. It's Fugazi. This is who was running the FBI. 74 million crazed lunatics out there. All of us, the smellies. Smellies. This guy's criticizing the Secret Service director, a man I worked with in the Secret Service, who is more courage in his middle finger than Fugazi does in his entire body. Here's one more of Fugazi. Fugazi's a numerologist, apparently, too, where he invents another MSNBC kind of Russell Rachel uh, insane conspiracy theory that on August 8th, Trump was sending a signal from the White House to the white supremacist. This is not a joke. This is real. Here's This guy was a, an executive in the FBI. Here's Fugazi with this gem about Trump's secret bat signal to the white supremacist. Check this out. We have to understand the adversary and the threat we're dealing with. And if we don't understand how they think, we'll never understand how to counter them. So it's little things and language and messaging that matters. The president said that we will fly our flags at half mast until August 8th. That's 8-8. Now, I'm not going to imply that he did this deliberately, but I am using it as an example of the ignorance of the adversary 
that's being demonstrated by the White House. The numbers eight eight are very significant in neo-Nazi and white supremacy movement. Why? Because the letter H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And to them, the numbers eight eight together stand for Heil Hitler. So we're going to be raising the flag back up uh, at dusk on eight eight. No one's thinking about this. Guy doesn't laugh at anything during the show. He's about as sober of human being as I've ever met. He's sitting here like watching this. I, is that the first time you heard that you listened to it when they cut it? What? Fugazi, the reason, quote, no one's talking about it is because you're the only insane person talking about it. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. This is Frank Fugazi, critic of the Secret Service. He, did, was he? That's right. Remember the CPAC stage? It's a, it's, it's a, it's an opal rune. Say, uh, it's a quiet bat signal. The Nazis. <laughs> stupid. These people are so stupid. Why is no one talking about this? Because you're an idiot. That's why. You're the only idiot who actually eight eight stands for hell. Yes, that's what Trump was doing. Definitely. Totally coordinated. Oh my gosh, I can't take the stupid anymore. Hold on. All right, I got to wrap it up. I already. I keep telling Guy, huh? I'm going to wrap it up a little. I never do. It's going even later now than before. Again, folks, I I love you all to death. You're the best audience in the business. Uh, just that quick ask, if you wouldn't mind today, please go and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Spotify. We moved up the charts a ton on Spotify last week when we made that request. Um, Apple, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, Google, whatever it may be, please hit that subscribe button. It helps us a lot. I would deeply appreciate it if you don't mind. Um, and don't forget my interview on Monday, President Trump on the new radio show. You can always listen on the website or check your local radio station. Thanks a lot, folks. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.